Welcome to the Divinely Driven Results Show. My name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist. And on this show, we help to empower you with divine strategies for real success in your business. Now, we all know the difference between productive and busy, right? Or maybe not, <laughs> because we get so tied up into being busy all the time, and we almost wear that as a badge of honor, and we run around like a chicken with its head cut off most of the time and feel like we get nothing done. Can you relate? I know I can. <laughs> so today we have an incredible guest on our show today. Her name is Gail Root, and she is a kingdom business coach to women of faith in the network marketing industry, which I totally love. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. So Gail, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Thank you, Elise. It's so exciting to be here. Um, blessed that we get to collaborate as Kingdom Women um, and just pour our hearts out, wanting the women that we coach and serve just to get results, right? So um, I have been, I grew up in a direct sales family, actually. And um, so I've been around the industry for a long time. My father had five, and my mother, <laughs> poor mom, had five daughters. And um, my dad was a champion of women. And being in the direct sales industry, um, just always loved it. So after decades, really, of being here, building the team, going on all the trips, doing all the things, I really felt God was calling me out of the industry when he was calling me to Christian coaching. And I couldn't get um, peace, really, about it until I realized that I actually heard within my spirit his voice tell me that, why would I have you leave the industry where I have been equipping you and preparing you to serve. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I don't, I don't, I'm not with any company anymore. Um, but I coach the women who are to build their business on kingdom values so they can get the results that God wants them to have in their business. So powerful. I, I know that network marketing gets a bad rep and it's so sad because network marketing, I think is sometimes that first foray for people into personal development and into believing in themselves and taking, you know, that calling that God has given them. So I'm a huge fan of network marketing. I'm not with a company right now either, but I've definitely had my experience. And so for all of you amazing women out there in network marketing, you're doing the Lord's work in the way that you've been called to do it. Right, Gail? Yes. Amen. You know, Elise, when, um, I, I was, I, the Lord started showing me when this was all coming into fruition, the Lord started showing me woman after woman, after woman who was Christian in the industry. And I was like, God, why are you calling all of these Christian women, kingdom women into this industry? And they're struggling. They're struggling, feeling embarrassed, feeling salesy, feeling hypey, feeling pushy. Mm -hmm. This cannot be your will for them. And he literally showed me how the enemy has had a foothold in this industry for so long. And I was like, why? And then, because when you look at this, and I have a freebie for your guests, so I won't go into a lot of detail, but five ways the industry is actually founded on kingdom principles, you know, freedom, personal development, which you said, personal transformation, which he calls us to, multiplication and prospering, servant leadership and community. And um, it's just so, well, when we rise together, um, and there's so many women who are rising up in the industry and saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to be a light for you. I'm going to do this with you, for you, and because of you. Mm -hmm. um, and it just changes everything about you. You go from feeling like I have to hide or be embarrassed to being bold and excited. 
Yeah. And you can do that without being spammy. And I think that that's the thing that, that that's why they, the whole industry gets a bad rep is because I think a lot of times people aren't sure how to get it out there. And then, you know, bless everybody's hearts. Who's doing it. Like that's all they know. And and at least they're taking action. Right. And so I love the fact that you, uh, you kind of help the other half, right? Like I, I focus on Christian women entrepreneurs in the service-based industries and you focus more on network marketing. And so I just love the, the synergy that we have and the fact that God brought us together. So we always have our guests choose the topic. And so today we were talking about three tips to being productive instead of busy. Now, why did you feel led to go in this direction? Yeah, well, I'm really, I'm so, just when you introduced it and you said it again now, so I just, I feel emotional because this was such a, um, a burden in my life. It was such a stronghold and it was, it was an idol and I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I'm so passionate now about helping women to see, um, by sharing where I was and what God showed me and pulled me out of it. And I'm not saying I have complete freedom. I'm human. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been a radical difference. And I just long for women to know that depth of productivity versus that burden of busy. Oh, yes. And I love how she said that too, like that burden of busy. We know that feeling, right? Like you can, and it doesn't matter if it's a network marketing or any kind of business we know, or even just being a mom or whatever it is, like we have that burden of busyness all the time. And, and then we look around and we're like, I have been working my butt off all day long. And what have I done? It's such a terrible feeling. So I think burden is the exact word. So yeah. So tell us a little bit more um, about you and how you came to this point with productivity versus busy before we get into our three tips. Okay, good. So um, the backstory basically is it's really that um, religious mindset I had. And the religious mindset, I was not aware of it, of course. You know, if you if you know you have a religious mindset, you probably don't want, want to keep it. So, but what was happening with me is I, I love the Lord. And I wanted to do good. I wanted to be good. I wanted to honor him. So my heart was in the right place, but I got perverted. So, and boy, does the enemy love to do that. He loves to take what, uh, what our, we, we know oh, this is, I know this is what the Lord wants, but then he twists it, right? So what was happening was, am I being a good wife? How do I be a good wife? Am I being a good mother? How do I be a good mother? Am I being a good you know, did I read my Bible today? Did I go to church? Did I, did I, all the checklists, right? Check, 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 check. Um, did I volunteer? Did I tithe? Um, did I, did I pray? But guess where the focus is on all of that? Mm. Me, mm. me, me, me. Am I being enough? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it well? So you shift over to the kingdom mindset and it is all about Jesus. God, show me what's the best version of me in my marriage. Show me what's the best version of me as, as a mother and help me to find that rest in you and to work from that rest and not from that place of striving, striving, striving. It really creates, I was living with so much anxiety, Elise, because I was trying to be good. Yeah. I was striving and I didn't even know it. I thought, you know, okay, well, the Bible says to persevere. The Bible says to, to not give up. The Bible says to keep going, but I was doing it from this like self-idolatry and I didn't even know it. Mm. I was so focused on me and am I being enough and how can I be better and how can I fix myself 
versus, oh God, show me how to work this business from your perspective, with you, for you, because of you. And um, let it be a joy, not a burden. Mm-hmm. And it just was really a radical shift. Yeah. Oh, that is so beautiful because he doesn't want it to be a burden, right? He's given this incredible gift of our businesses to us to be able to help other people and help us. So yeah, love it. Well, let's go into it. Cause I just can't wait to hear more. Um, so what is the first tip of being productive instead of busy? Yeah. So, um, and I have to give credit. There's a beautiful kingdom coach who is, um, God has brought into my life and she's a productivity coach amongst many other things. Um, but a lot of this really was just from a powerful training that she, she did. It has deeply impacted my life. So the first thing, and, um, the first tip is really to brain dump. So, um, you know, every morning I spend time with the Lord. I have a six step process that I, a six step practice that I go through every morning and it's disciplined me. It's brought so much fruit and joy into my life. Um, the, you know, the, the fruit of discipline is joy. And so mm-hmm. I was struggling, like, why don't I have joy? Why don't I have joy? Why does everything feel like a burden? Well, where am I honoring him? So as I did that and was honoring him, um, I still was at, at the end of this was still feeling that burden to perform burden to complete the task. And, you know, I looked back Elise and it was, you know, you can go day after day, year, week after week, month after month, year after year and go, what's really changed? Where's the fruit? Am I really being productive or am I just falling into bed every night after a busy day? Mm-hmm. And I know that's not what the Lord calls us to do. He said his burden will be light. So there will be some burden that burden is purposeful to <laughs> get us moving sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But never heavy. That's never him. So the first thing is that brain dump to get out that piece of paper and to get it out of your head. We are so bombarded with so much information. So, and here's the thing, God showed me this recently when we were following him and loving him so much of what we're choosing is good. Mm. He doesn't want us to choose the good. He wants to choose what's great. Mm. And so we've got to be able to, you know, navigate through those weeds and move the good away and the good enough so that we can work with him and for the great. So what the brain dumping does, it gets all of those things out of your head onto that piece of paper so you can really look at it. So that's really the first step daily, that brain dump. Sometimes I do it in the morning and at night, um, but it's so powerful because we don't realize how much we're holding onto and trying to manage in our heads until we put that on paper. Yes, I completely agree. In fact, I have a, you know, a process that I do called daily daddy daughter time. And one of those pieces is to lay your burdens at the Lord right at the Lord's feet. And it's just brain dumping, just like you said, the hurries and the worries and all of those different things that clutter up our mind and make us more frantic and chaotic than we need to be. Right. Yes. And the truth is when we're in that place and we all know what it feels like, especially as, as wives, mothers, business owners, when we're in that place, our decision-making skills are, are not sharp, our ability to listen and hear him and get his guidance. We can't hear because there's so much clutter. So when you have that practice of that brain dumping, you're actually making space to hear him. That's really what we're doing in the brain dumping is making space to hear him. 
powerful, powerful stuff. So I hope you guys are writing this down. Tip number one is to brain dump, get it out, right? I mean, and I think there's a way that we can kind of process that. And you, when I start to write down my hurries and worries, it's almost like, okay, I'm starting to see some of my responsibility in here that I've created this, or here's what I can do about it. But you have to get it out first. You can't just let it stay in there. So love it. Okay. What's tip number two? Okay. Tip number two is to know when your most productive hours are and protect them at all costs. So we know the principle of the 80-20 rule. Most of you know that, that you're going to get 80% of what you need to get done today and 20% of the time. So if we can focus, if we can identify, so all of us have different things going on in our lives. You may have little ones at home. You may have grandchildren at home. You may have a nine to five, whatever's going on. You intuitively know when your most productive hours are. And I encourage you just to pick two, maximum three, and, and protect them, protect them like they are a, a doctor's appointment. Like when you're at the doctor and you wouldn't be like, oh, excuse me, doctor, I've got to take this call or excuse me, doctor, I've got to look at this test or excuse me, doctor, I've got to answer this email. You would never do that. And so while you're having your most productive time, you have your brain dump paper next to you because what happens is we get distracted. So we're focused on our most important hours and we're, and I'll get to step three. I'll reveal a little bit more, but we're, we're focused. And then what comes into our head? Oh, I got to make that vet appointment. I forgot. And so then we go to the phone. We, it's like, no, 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 no. Resist the urge. Just go to your piece of paper and write down that appointment and return back to your most productive hours and honor them, make them sacred, because this is the time you will get most of what you need to get or your most productive things done. Mm-hmm. I, I found that to be true with me too. Like my, I have always told myself I am not a morning person, but I kind of had to make myself a morning person with God's help, thankfully. Cause I just, I found I was so productive in the morning. Like yes. that was, especially if I'm writing any kind of content or anything like that, that's when those ideas flow. If you try to write content or if I try to write content at the end of the day, I'm like totally fried and can't think straight. <laughs> and, and that's a lot of times when we try to work our businesses is in the evening. And sometimes we wonder why we we just feel like we can't get anything done. So I love that having that be a sacred time. And I'm actually going to push that even a little bit further and really consecrate it for the Lord. Like oh. that's one thing we teach is that it is that sacred time. So consecrate your efforts and that specific time for the Lord's benefit of building up his kingdom through your business. It makes such a huge difference. I am right there with you, Gail. So powerful, so powerful. Because the adversary comes in and he wants to distract us all the time all and he wants time. to get us out of focus because yes. if he can change our focus, yes. then he knows he's got us. Even yes. if it's just kind of the little breadcrumbs that lead off to the, the other path, path, right? We're not even talking about sin or anything big. It's just, he wants to take your focus off of that. So staying focused is such a huge key. Love it. And I'm sure so many of the women listening have heard, you know, being busy, being under Satan's yoke. And I, you know, um, the idea that um, I, 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 I literally had to, I, I call it a four letter word and I've never really been a, a, a swearer, um, but I really look at B-U-S-Y in my life personally, because I was speaking it like death 
over my life. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Oh, I'm going to be so busy today. Or I was so busy yesterday. I'm going to be so busy tomorrow. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, so busy. I, I, exactly like you said, when we opened, I wore it as this badge of honor. I thought it was, and I really didn't realize how ridiculous it looked and sounded, you know, like, oh, oh, it's like, Gail, get down from the cross. We need the wood, you know, like quit martyring yourself. Like no one's asking you. The Lord is certainly not asking you to run around like this busy, crazy person. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was just listening to uh, one of our pastors in our church talk about that is that you would never see Christ running around all chaotic and crazy, right? He was going about his father's business in a very calm and loving manner. And that's how we, we strive to, right? I'm not going to say we should, we strive that way because we still have that natural man inside of us. That's the human being is that we're going to have those chaotic moments. But if we can think about Christ as our exemplar in this, of you'd never see Jesus Christ like that. And so let's stay focused and let's, you know, make sure that we take advantage of those times. I love it. Okay. What's number three. Okay. Number three is identify from that brain dump page and pray over and ask Lord, what are the three most important tasks today? And so we, the three, the MITs, your MITs, your most important tasks. And so um, this was so, um, it seems so elementary, but it was so profound when I would go to the Lord and with this brain dump page and say, okay, God, I think I know what most important is today. <laughs> but will you please show me what's most important? And I can't tell you how many times since I've been doing this, he will show me how I have made something really important. And he'll, be, he'll show me like, why are you putting that deadline? I didn't give you, you know, I didn't give you that deadline. Why are you putting this burden on yourself to have something completed by a certain time when you could put that off till next week? That's not what's most important. So it's really when you ask him, there is like this uh, illumination that happens over your, you know, this truth that comes in. He's like, oh, you're asking me. I get to show you. You've made space for me to show you and you're listening. It's, it's really powerful. And then then it's committing, just like you said, that's sacred. I love how you said to consecrate that time. Um, but really, I and, and not only just saying, what are my three most important, but if any of you throw back to the Franklin Covey days of when we all had a Franklin <laughs> Covey planner back in the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. But um, the, you know, not you, you do your three most important, but then you label that this is hard. What's number one, number two, and number three. So you don't have, then it's like, okay, I know exactly what I'm doing during my most productive hours. And the other thing is the, the enemy of productivity is an all or nothing mentality. Mm -hmm. So what, what the enemy wants to tell us is why bother starting that? Well, you do not have time nor the ability to finish it. But what do we know from Zechariah 4.10? Do not despise the small beginnings. The Lord delights in your willingness to step into something that makes you maybe afraid and uncomfortable because you know that you don't, you can't see the end of it yet. You don't know how you're going to finish it, but you are stepping forward into faith and saying, but God, you're going to show me how I'm just going to be obedient to starting this. And so he just, I think he just delights what his word tells us. He just delights in us starting and being willing to start and, and not letting the, um, that, that mindset of well, why bother? Yeah, I can't finish this. So why bother? 
Oh, yes, yes. I mean, you're basically talking about exactly my daily daddy daughter time. It's the coming up with those three items for sure, because that's, it's powerful to know and see the difference between here's what I think is important. And here's what God thinks is important. Every single time that I, I, I actually just started the three, um, just a few months ago, my friend taught that to me. And, and every time I wrote it down, the first thing that came to mind is how can you serve my children? Right. And it was like, well, I am, I I'm doing it with building my website and all these kinds of things. And he's like, no, how can you truly serve my children? It's about love and service first. And so that's the first thing that I put down is how am I going to serve someone today? And that's usually that first thing, but I have to tell you the other day, I had been working myself like to the bone and I sat down with my, my, you know, daily daddy daughter journal. And I went to write down my three things and he gave me one thing. It was rest your arm today, take a break. And I tried to come up with another thing and there was nothing there. And so when you start listening to the Lord and really doing what he asks you to do, you will find that he will do way more. He, he can make way more out of your business than you can. He can make way more out of your life than you can. So allow him to do so. Oh, I love it. You're giving me chills. So powerful. Well, it's so true because when you start to, I'm not saying it's easy when you identify those three things and then you have to sit down and actually do them. I'm not saying it's easy, um, but it's in his strength that we're doing it, not our own. And when you start to rely on him like that, the difference, the difference between being busy and being productive is so radically opposed to each other. And you, when you, because when you start being productive and you're doing those most important things, you start seeing his acceleration Mm -hmm. happen in your life and in your business. And you're, it's kind of like some days, at least I feel like I'm like this little girl grabbing onto his back and we are flying and my feet are going straight out behind him. And I'm just holding on for dear life. And, and, you know, I don't, you've probably heard this before, but this was so powerful. I'd love to give credit to whoever said it. And I don't know who did, but God is not betting on you, Gail. He is betting on his power working through you. And it has been the most powerful, relieving, exciting thing um, to realize that the more I surrender and lay myself down and, and my tasks down, the more he comes in with his power and dramatically impacts my business and the women that I serve. So it's, it's just been awesome. I love this conversation. I could talk all day about it and I hope you guys are taking amazing notes and figuring out how to implement this in your life. You know, find your daily daddy daughter time, you know, whether that's in the morning or when you get off work, you know, right when you start to work your business, whatever that might be, that most productive time, I'd say start with this, right? Start with all of what we're talking about and then move on to those three things. And I know that as we do the Lord's work, he will be with us. He will be working through us us and that you'll be amazed at how much more productive you are than just busy. And we get, we can do the Lord's work when we're productive. We can't really do it when we're busy. So I love that. Well, Gail, I am just so thrilled to have you on here today. And especially for those people who are network marketers, I hope you guys all take advantage of what she's about to tell you about because she's incredible. So tell us what free thing you are offering to our audience here today, that gift. 
Thank you. Thank you. So, and, and thank you, Elise. Blessings over your business. And I'm just so grateful for our kingdom collaboration. So thank mm -hmm. you. Um, so I have it, it's a little e-booklet and it real it takes you through, um, it's called Rise Daughters of the King. And it takes you through those five biblical principles. It gives you scripture. It gives you detail. And it really helps you to feel emboldened as a daughter of the king in network marketing to rise up and realize he has in purpose and plans and intention for you here and let him guide and lead your business. And you will be amazed at what he does. Mm -hmm. So powerful. So make sure you get that. The link will definitely be in uh, the comments or the, the section below for sure. So, and if people want to follow you on social media or go check out your website, tell us a little bit more about that too. Well, thank you. There is a, also in that little booklet at the very end, there is a, a link to our Facebook page awesome. um, and it's called uh, Kingdom Solutions for Women of Faith in Network Marketing. Awesome. Sounds wonderful. Make sure you guys go and check that out. And if you're not in the network marketing space and you are on the service-based side, such as coaches, consultants, VAs, whatever that may look like for you, make sure you come check out Faithful Ladypreneurs. That is our Facebook group. It's free. Um, you can also advertise your business on Saturday's comment thread and get some great tips on how to grow your business in the Lord's way. So network marketing, go see her. Service-based, definitely come see me. Well, great, Gail. Any last golden nugget that you'd like to leave the audience with? I think just the idea that, you know, I, I just launched a podcast and that was not my idea. That was God's <laughs> idea. Um, but, and I don't really even still know how it happened, but anyway, but the idea was that we are chasing God-sized dreams. Mm -hmm. And um, if, if it's too big, good, because that means he's in it, we cannot do it alone. So um, as kingdom dream chasers, chase those God-sized dreams and just be amazed at walking into the kingdom life and what happens to your marriage, your parenting, everything through that commitment. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you so much for just following the spirit with this message today. I know that there are people who really need to hear it and to implement what you've, what you've taught. So awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for watching and we will see you next time on Divinely Driven Results. Thank you, Elise. Bye.